The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. In a little while, we're going to talk about making characters unforgettable. Which is important, but people forget to do that. Yeah. Especially the shit I've been watching lately. (laughs) So we'll get to that. And we're back from our Christmas New Year's break. I trust everyone had a lovely holiday. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was was Christmas and New Year's. And I'm just glad it's over, I got to tell you. But let me tell you something real quick here. Okay. Uh, I saw an interesting thing as I was sitting at a traffic light over the holidays, okay? Had a traffic light? Yeah, so there's a ton of panhandlers around here. You've seen them, right? Virtually every intersection. Mm -hmm. So I saw a young couple holding their cardboard signs up towards the people sitting at the light, leaving the Walmart a few days before Christmas. Now, I'd say they were in their early to mid-20s. Oh, man. Healthy looking, mm-hmm. obvious. They appeared extremely able. Young, laughing, hopping around, frolicking. I believe frolicking, working the crowd. Okay. okay. Anyway, okay. the dude's sign read "Happy Holidays." Need food? Thanks. Uh-huh. Okay. A typical sign. The woman's sign was a tad different. It read "Cold as fuck." <laughs> That's it. Cold as fuck. Yeah. Very festive. <laughs> Very holiday-ish. <laughs> and by the way, it was about 50 degrees outside at the yeah, time. It was unseasonably warm. And I don't consider that cold as fuck or cold as anything, right? Not for this time of year. And I know from cold, I have a degree in meteorology from the internet. <laughs> you do. So there's that. Anyway, say what you will, but really? Uh-huh. Come on, man. There are children that can read that. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Also, I walked straight into a screen door and bashed it in, so that was fun over at Olivia's. (laughs) Did you just not see it? And people ask all the time, is it true that people are always asking you out in public if you need assistance? Yes. This is why. It's exactly right. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. We went over to my niece's Olivia's house couple days after Christmas to do the gift thing because yeah. we did our own Christmas. Your third year. favorite niece. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm sure not her favorite uncle. <laughs> anyway, so I wanted I like I like to go out on their deck and mock them. Right. You know how bad their deck is. Anyway, is this, so this the door so was open and I'm like, I'm just going to go out on the deck and uh-huh. bam! I was like, ah! It's amazing I didn't tumble off the deck. Did you do the Jerry Lewis thing? Yeah, I think I did. I was so embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed easily. Oh, my God. It's like the whole thing just crashed. What a fucking idiot I am. It's not awesome. That's not awesome at all. I've seen that, man. I don't want anyone to have seen that. Did they see it? I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just did you oh sulk off? <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> yes. And I wonder why people are asking me if I need help. <laughs> Fuck. Not good. Oh my god. No, not good at all. No. Okay. One other thing. Let's <laughs> let's get away from this. I either am ridiculously stupid or have huge balls for mentioning these things. <laughs> yeah. You know? One of the it's two. I think it's stupid. It's, it's content for the show. I guess so. <laughs> now, anyway, like we mentioned time after time, it takes forever to get a screenplay made uh-huh. into a movie, especially if you have no track record. So right. it's discouraging big to time. To say the least. Right? Yes. Am I wrong? You are right. I got to take a second He's working here. the board. No, I just got to take a second after oh, that story. You got to regroup. <laughs> anyway. So out of the blue, a pretty big name person that uh, oh, yeah. talked to me earlier came out of the woodwork That's awesome. and contacted me, mm-hmm. and that happened over the holiday. A person that was instrumental, by the way, in guiding me towards the correct way to write and format yes. a screenplay the proper way, uh-huh. and that was cool. It's been a few years, but boom, there he was. Mm-hmm. So you do never know. Mm-hmm. Patience is a virtue, but I have none. <laughs> But still, this guy was fairly busy yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. So that yeah. was nice. And I'm happy about that, I guess. That's really cool. Which means that we still have to do this fucking podcast <laughs> a little while longer. And anyway, you can go to our website and that's makemydamnmovie.com yeah. and send us a message. And there's other stuff on there too that you can peruse. <laughs> And uh, you can go to the contact page and send a thing. Okay, messages from MakeMyDamnMovie.com, episode 109. Holy shit. I know. And the year 2022. Ah! I don't even... Where the fuck are our flying cars and robot maids <laughs> yeah, really. and shit like that? We got gypped. That's yes, the we problem. Did. Okay, here we go with a... <laughs> Ross, Schenectady, New York. Hmm. It never occurred to me that there were really... <laughs> See what happens when you walk through a screen door. (laughs) Does something to the noggin. It never. Ross says or writes something. (laughs) It never occurred to me that there really aren't that many true classic Christmas movies until I listened to episode one hundred eight. Uh, did we talk? Oh, we did talk about. Okay, never mind. (laughs) That's the main thing. Oh man. That screen door is going to be the death of me. Too bad it wasn't. Uh, Anyway, Ross continues here. There are most definitely a ton of Christmas movies, but most of them suck. That is true. Mm -hmm. All right. Logan. Hallmark, anyone? Logan, Jessup, Georgia. Mm. That is crazy you just mentioned that. Uh, Here's what Logan wrote. You guys failed to mention the billion worst and sappiest Christmas movies that play back-to-back on the Hallmark Channel. Every year, starting in August. Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> Makes me want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't write that? No, he wrote that. And I can think of many other things that make me want to shoot myself in the face. Yeah. But if that's what does it for you, like go ahead, Logan. into a screen door. You know what, Logan? <laughs> Rack it up. Molly, Key West, Florida. Enough with the screen door. <laughs> 
Seriously. <laughs> I still can't. I'm going to regret that. bringing that up. Molly, Key West, Florida. I watched one of Mark's movie recommendations. It was actually a good one. Oh. I absolutely loved Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart and Just Friends. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, everything about that message is fine, except actually, <laughs> the fuck, man? <laughs> so you're not welcome, Molly. Uh, Wyatt, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I just started listening to the Make My Damn Movie podcast. I have been... Green door. What were we doing? (laughs) Messages from the people. Wyatt (laughs) in Fort Wayne. Uh, Wyatt says or wrote... (laughs) Communicates. Uh, what's it called? Smoke signals? Something. Yes. I just started listening to Make My Damn Movie podcast. I've been writing scripts for about two years and have listened to several different screenwriting podcasts, but yours is my new fave. What? Don't say or use fave. That makes you a shitty writer, Wyatt. (laughs) The hell, man? He's just starting out. He's only a couple years in. Okay. Stop now. Calvin, Grove City, Ohio. I sent several text messages and have never gotten even one reply. I like your guy's show and I would enjoy conversing. Am I wasting my time? Yes. Yes. Erica Hawthorne, California. I'm a writer and I would love to be a guest on your podcast. I think it would be so much fun. Well, Erica, are you important? Do you have clout? That's the number one question. Have you ever walked through a screen door? <laughs> yeah. The only way you're coming on this podcast is if you are important or have clout, and we can use you somehow. Or walk through that screen door. Do that, and you can come on the show. Yeah. There's your message. Oh. I totally forgot I got What the hell is that little megaphone thing? It's a little megaphone. I had to have it. Brendan and I were in CVS, and this was like a little stocking (laughs) stuffer. the most random shit there. I know. It was either this Uh or expired C batteries. Mm. You know, the stuff at the counter. Yeah. So we're going to try it out. Okay. Because we have the other one, the voice changer. Yeah. Okay, so that one. (laughs) I don't know what this one does. Hello. <laughs> what the hell? Hello. You can hear me more than you can hear this. Yeah. Right. Here, it sounds like one. you're possessed. Hello. How are you? How are you feeling? <laughs> How do you feel after you walk through a screen door? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Let's see. Another mode. Whoa. This is no good. Hello. Is that a good one? Oh, that one's pretty good. It is. Can you? Yeah, it can be really annoying. I'll use this one around the house. There you go. <laughs> I don't like it. Stupid. Better Friend. than uh, expired C batteries. Yeah, it is. Yeah! Moving on. I just wanted to bring up we have a new toy, but good. probably the first and last time you'll hear that one. Yeah. I don't really like it. Uh, it's time for the movie quotes game where I did the menu room. Yeah. Okay, so you try try to tell me what movie the quote's from. Here's your first one. To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. I've worn dresses with higher IQs. Not a clue. Want a hint? Yes. Friday the 13th. 
Jamie Lee Curtis is Wanda, a fish called Wanda. That was your hint. Here's your second one on the thing, on the stuff. I never seen so much wool. You could knit a sweater. Fuck off. No. Porky's Billy when they were peeking oh, into the girl locker it. room. Why the hell did I forget that? In the 70s. One of my favorite scenes. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say that. No. Here's your third one of three. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. That's pretty easy. Yeah, this okay. is one of my favorite comedies of okay. all time. I'm getting ready to hit the bell. Napoleon Dynamite. Kip. That is definitely Kip. Very nice. Okay, uh, there you go. There's the thing. Thank God, that's over with. Yes, you got one. Oh, man. Nice. Brutal. But we now move on to the Trivial Pursuit TV trivia Ah, cards, what I found out in the garage without the game. No. Okay? So we did this a long time ago when I found them. Yeah. And we just did it as a lark. And people liked it. And people liked it. And then, of course, there were people that didn't like it. And you got to learn. If there's something you don't like, we're going to do it. Yeah. So don't write in and say, trivial pursuit happened. Here's your first one. (laughs) All right. What long. What is this saying? You're a fucking idiot. I am never using that thing again. Okay, here we go. What hour-long drama featured a kindly older doctor and his younger motorcycle-riding partner? Really? Uh, Marcus Welby, MD, starring Robert Young and a young James Brolin as the motorcycle motorcycle riding partner. Really? Here's your second one from the garage screen door. (laughs) What 1974 make candy apple red car did Starsky and Hutch drive? Oh, man. Come on. No, 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 no. It it was. uh, um, uh, Car had wheels. Dude. uh, Ford Torino. Yes, Clint Eastwood made a freaking movie about it. Damn it. Shame. Here's your third one. Very, very bad. Before he was Jack Tripper on Three's Company, John Ritter played what type of character on both the Waltons and the Mary Tyler Moore show? What type of character? Yeah. What was his character? A male? A reverend. He was a reverend? He was a reverend. I don't see that. You know, I didn't know that either. That's weird. And that's why these cards are fun. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Sure. Can we stop doing them now? No. We still got more, but you notice that I have to now type them out because yes. I can't see well. <laughs> it's all that. that. Maybe that's why I ran into the screen door and knocked it down. I didn't maybe. see it. I didn't that's, see it. That's well, sure. I would hope you didn't see it. Did you see it and say, hey, I'm going to go through this fucking screen door? Fucking moron, man. I mean, it's like. Uh, I'm going to go out and mock your deck. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's like, bam, plop. I mean, just the noise. I can't even explain The name of the this noise. episode has to be Screen Door. <laughs> yeah. I'll Screen Door you. I couldn't believe I did that. Oh, and it was man. I was That's like, like an idiot. Now, I have done that with glass sliding doors. 
But you didn't go through it. No. No, no I didn't. If go, I okay, got through it, I would. Oh, I got to back up here. Listen very to this badly injured. shit. Oh, okay. So I'm telling my mother about it. <laughs> She's dying laughing. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Your own I want mother? some sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, what the hell? And she pictured me like breaking through the screen. I'm like, no, it was better than that. I knocked the whole fucking door in. (laughs) Went on to the balcony. (laughs) I'm tripping over it. What the shit? Okay, this podcast is over. No more. God. I can't be seen in public. It's not the best story ever. I got to tell you, I'm never embarrassed, but I was pretty yeah, embarrassed. I bet you were a little red-faced there. A little floppy. I was. Yeah. Splotchy. I When I get nervous, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's rare, Yeah, but I get splotches on my forehead, and I could feel that happening. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And they were trying to, oh, you okay? Like Play nah. it off. Yeah. Oh, my God. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, the stat picks. Did we do- <laughs> no, we didn't do this. I think I played it, but we- I don't know. Maybe. Screen door. <laughs> That's my new screenplay. Screen door. Screen door. The screen door. Oh my gosh. It's good stuff. No, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tad appalled that you think it's a good uh, it's story. It's just good content. Why do I'm I bring this stuff content. up? Again, good content. Okay. Oh, stat picks. It's the Make oh. My Damn Movie stat picks. Where we no. attempt to force you to watch the movies that we like. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com to see our list of stat picks if you're nunta. And uh, <laughs> we're going to do that now. Right now. I'm going to sit here and think of ways I might have avoided walking through that. Or not walking through it. Just bashing it over it. Like literally bashing it in. Yeah, the fucking Hulk. I should have played it up like I was hurt. Yeah. That would have been better. Maybe. You know, instead of all the awkwardness. Asked about insurance. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, man. Okay, what's your stupid fucking movie? I'm all right. My staff pick is Dr. Strangelove. Great. Or movie. How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. It's a great movie. God, I forgot about that 1964. Movie. Yep. Yeah, I just watched it, you know. It's a good one. Over the holidays all for right. some fucking reason. Okay. Anyway, 1964. Directed by the one and only Stanley Kubrick. God rest his soul. Starring Peter Sellers, George C. Scott, James Earl Jones, Slim Pickens, and a bunch of other talented actors nobody knows these That's days. That's right, Slim Pickens. Yeah, God. he was in that bomber, man. It's a good yeah. one. This is a movie that puts the dark in dark comedy. It's about a series of miscommunications leading to a nuclear showdown between the world's most powerful nations at that time, the Soviet Russia and the USA. Yeah. And uh, this movie just shows the ridiculousness of war, it is very funny at times, and then you think about it, and you're like, hmm, this, <laughs> it's actually very heavy content. It is, yeah. But, uh, but I, Peter I, Sellers takes care of that. Yeah, so, he does, yeah. As, especially as the uh, former Nazi <laughs> scientist. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I just was wondering if this was still relevant. I'm Gen X, and I wonder if younger generations would view this in, in the same light as older generations. That's I, a good I, question. I, I don't think know. it is because there's even more countries with nukes now. Yeah. 
Not just, you know, the big ones back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. True that. I learned that there's a more ridiculous version of this screenplay. It's one of uh, aliens watching this whole shenanigans happen. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I'm glad they went with the slimmed down version. Anyway, Dr. Strangelove, if you haven't seen it, Watch it. Okay, uh, moving to mine now. It's called... Uh, now, try to find movies that people really rarely have seen. Yeah. And this one's called Hotel Day Love from 1996. Stars Aiden Young, Simon Bossel, Saffron Burroughs, and oh, Pippa wow. Grandison. Grandison. Yeah. I know a few of those actors. Yeah, Saffron Burroughs, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, it's an Australian film, and it's pretty damn funny. So... Ten years after high school, twin brothers Stephen and Rick run into Rick's old flame, a woman called Melissa. But Melissa's presence reignites the sibling rivalry between Rick, the suave ladies' man, Mm -hmm. who was her high school sweetheart, by the way, and Stephen, his brother, Mm -hmm. an introverted stockbroker who was unable to admit his feelings for this Melissa person as a teenager. The two brothers compete for this Melissa's affection and struggle to stop her approaching marriage uh-huh. at the Hotel de Love, a cheesy theme hotel. Mm. And by the way, the brothers' dysfunctional parents are also spending time at the hotel in an attempt oh God. to celebrate their wedding anniversary, and they're not doing a really good job of it because they really don't like each other. Oh. <laughs> it's a messy situation, but it's a funny one. You should try to find... Hotel Day Love. That it's hard good. to find. Yeah. I saw it years ago on uh, some HBO or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, that's a pretty good movie. And then it came up again. I watched it again. I've only seen it a couple times. But it pretty good. Sounds super indie, maybe. It is very indie. And it's an Australian movie. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on to what we're going to talk about today. All right. To you. Memorable characters. Yes. Okay. One of the toughest things I had to accomplish was differentiating my characters, especially in the beginning days of writing these fucking things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, in the beginning, all my characters pretty much sounded the same. I think you would agree. Yes. One note. One note. There you go. There you go. So I needed to go back through my screenplays and tighten up my characters. I wanted them to each have a distinct disposition. Mm -hmm. That is so damn important. And I didn't know that. They need their own voice. Of course. A separate point of view, Mm -hmm. especially in their dialogue how they speak, be it a twang, right. maybe a saying, a manner of speech, maybe a demeanor, something like that. Or like a word that they always go to. Right. A saying, you know. You right? Go. I wanted to make my characters uniquely memorable. So I made sure I had a variety of exclusive personalities and phrases sprinkled throughout my scripts. And I did that. Yes. And I wanted to leave the reader engaged, not bored, like they usually were when they read them before. Because <laughs> they were. And it was hard to differentiate. The, uh, the, it was. The male characters yeah. kind of all we're, were gelled together, kind of yep. one note. Especially the first one, Radio Chaos. But we're going to move on to breaking down my hit screenplay, or it should be, called Hit Escape. Yes. Here's the log line. Hit Escape. A crestfallen L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 Daytona Beach in her 18-year-old body to visit a cherished time and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to gloomy present day. Right. Now, check this out. All the teenagers in this screenplay sounded the damn same. Yeah. They really did. 
But then I made the lead female character sassy and funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. And another female character smart and practical, but with a sense of humor. Right. Right. And it's hard to do both of those. Right. Now. And get them to have their own voice. Exactly. Now let's back up a hair. Remember, they all sounded the same. Right. So now we have a sassy and funny one, a smart and practical one with a sense of humor. I made another one, a bookworm, extremely shy. Yeah. And one of the guys, I turned him into a straight up cool dude. Yes. Right. Right. I made one of the girls a bully and another one of the boys I turned into a sex fiend and on and on Uh, and on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice variety, quite diverse. Will someone make this fucking movie? I mean, <laughs> and, wow. Yeah, the antagonist really shines. Yes. I mean, and she has a friend. And before, they kind of were the same. They were. And then you really went in there and massaged it. And they both turned out completely different. Yes. I differentiated their characters. Yeah, there was you the have main, to have that. Yeah, the main bully and then the hanger on. Kind of. She just hung around her. Yeah. Uh, Minion. Yes. I always would call her the Minion. Yeah. Anyway, making sure my characters are distinctive is what I work on the most when I'm rewriting. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. And you can never do that enough. Yeah. And you need Uh -uh. to accomplish that. And that's kind of where I'm at with that. So, and we were go. we were talking about Stand by Me. Yes. So all of those boys, all the same age, yep, similar upbringings, right? Sort of. Each had a distinct yeah. personality. Just imagine how he had to just rewrite and rewrite. Oh, Each yeah. boy had to have a separate voice, of course, and they came out amazing. Absolutely. So that's kind of the thing you got to do. It's a great analogy if you think about what we were doing when I was first reading you hit escape. Mm-hmm. Because really, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, man, these people all sound the same. But that's the whole process. You just got to go back in. to write everything down, yeah. beginning, end, and then go in and sculpt it yeah. to what you want it to be. And make it good. Right. Dummies. Now, I'm disappointed in the new toy that uh, we got because I'm not going to ever use it again. And really? by the way, this thing, I could close it in the palm of my hand, this little yeah, microphone. It's very small. Yeah. And I think it was a bad purchase. It looks like more for a uh, child, toddler. <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> Perfect for me. <laughs> but the size of it. And Brenda kept saying, no. So I felt what? like a child. Oh, She's man. like, no, no, you don't need that. That's going to be junk. And she was right. Oh. It's got to be a first. <laughs> I really don't like this fucking thing. Yeah, I don't like it. See, you can eat that thing. Yeah, it's really small. Your voice is going around it. Do, That's the problem. Do you want it? Take it to your kids. Oh, wow. Merry Christmas. Well, I gotta, wipe it I off. I got to de-germ it. Yeah, I don't My, know what I have. Uh, Who knows what I have? Distemper. So all the other toys we have, the... Uh, the asshole button. The asshole button. Beautiful. We don't ever play with anymore. Fart machine. Uh-huh. We play with the fuck box all the time. Yeah, that's the go-to. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and the uh, sound machine. Well, we use this a lot. What yes. I'm talking about when I was when a young we- boy <laughs> looking at TV. <laughs> and uh, we use the crickets quite yes. often. Right? <laughs> More than we should. Yeah. And the uh, fuck it button. Yo, fuck it, yo. I hate this thing. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. And then, of course, the foul mouth. Yes. Let's hit this Classic. bitch. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a custom one, and then we'll we'll leave you to it. You? I hate that. Oh. My boss is a. No. You're a. Nah. He's a. 
She's a nah. my ex is a nah. We used to love my ex. My ex is a but that jerk is a okay. Nah. Nah. But ugly. Sure. Ball busting. Nah. Butt kissing. Okay. Prick. Sure. All right. That jerk is a butt ugly butt kissing prick. There you go. Yeah. It's the thing. I don't have applause. I do have applause. Well, that sucks. Sheesh. The crickets are much better on that. Yeah, that's not very good. Yikes. There you go. There's the applause for... Oh, I have an evil laugh on here. <laughs> Why is all this stuff what on here? What the hell? Why is that on here? <laughs> is that left over from Halloween? It's, it's from Halloween. Uh, what, what's number one? Number one. That's number one. <laughs> Why is that on there? <laughs> I don't know. What's this? No. 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 That's what I said when I walked through the screen door. <laughs> no. No. No, that's no! what they said. Yeah. You fucking idiot. You know what I said? Now we got to replace that thing. <laughs> that's what I said when I did the thing. We heard a woman scream. <laughs> well, here he is. All right. <laughs> enough. 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 All right, uh, what do we usually say? MyDamnMovie.com. Yeah, sure, go to the website, and uh, we'll talk to you another time. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Bye-bye.